Hey mama, welcome back to the Mom Walk Collective podcast. I'm Jamie. And I'm Ari, and we are two moms just trying to navigate through motherhood. We have been talking before we clicked record. I say this every single time we get on the podcast before <laughs> this, but I mean, we do, we talk to even figure out what we're going to chat about. And today we just started talking about like weddings and bachelorette parties. And it came up because today one of my like nearest and dearest friends, her name is also Jamie, is getting married. And for like part of a a bridal activity, we all went to anthropology today and tried on bridesmaids dresses. So I got to pick out my bridesmaids dress. She got to see it on everyone, also have her input. And it was so much fun. But we were just talking about like the crazy expenses that come with weddings and that come with the wedding party that come with you know expenses for the bride and groom are you doing it for you are you doing it for essentially your guests and pleasing your guests and then Ari was just about to tell a story and I then she's like wait I'll just tell it on the podcast but she said she illegally got married (laughs) on the beach so I'm curious what that means (laughs) all right well delay the groundwork Ian and I chose to pay for our wedding completely by ourselves we wanted to just like We just wanted to get married. We were engaged for three months and then got married. I'm sure people. But together, how long though? We were together for six years prior. Yeah. Um. So the deed was done. (laughs) (laughs) Like we had been doing the deed. So (laughs) I just had to clarify because I know they're. I mean, maybe people just whatever. Moving on. So we got engaged. That's a whole other story. Um, I ruined a surprise. Then he surprised me. And then we got married three months later. And so I'm sure there were some questions in the air. But there was nothing going on. Besides, (laughs) I didn't want to be engaged for a long time because I didn't want to turn into Bridezilla. And so we planned our wedding. It was supposed to be on a beach uh, close to where we went to school in Santa Cruz. Um, the original beach on our original, uh, invitation we had to change because my Ian's grandfather had surgery and there was no way he was going to make it down this beach. And so we chose the beach that we actually had our very first date at. And so a shout out natural bridges, if you guys are familiar in Santa Cruz, but yeah, because we got married in three months and we had the beach change. You were supposed to get a permit to get married. (laughs) And there was no time to get a permit plus like another couple thousand dollars to get the permit. So literally my mom and my godmother um, like chose this area that we were going to get married at. Kind of just were hanging out there all day while I was getting ready. And um, then they set it up. And as the guard was leaving... Uh, the guests were coming down the beach and like I was driving up in my dress. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow, cool. Great timing. Um, so, yeah, illegally married on the beach. Then we had a legal reception at a hotel and everything like that. <laughs> but- that is so crazy. Were you freaked out that like anything could happen? Like they might say like, hey. Nah. Honestly, I was like, who? who's gonna tell a bride no like I'm like we'll be out of here in 10 minutes if anything like we'll just make it we'll make it speedy it was also supposed to rain that day and it didn't so that was fantastic um so yeah that was our story how long were you engaged 
I was in, we, I met and got married in nine months. So met, well, okay, maybe a little more. You start dating February, engaged May, married September. Wow. And then we were married five years and some change before, then we started, before I filed for divorce. So everything was like so fast, so quick. Um, As sadly that the marriage didn't work out, I am still over the moon with the proposal because it was, (laughs) the proposal and the wedding were great. Like it was awesome. Um, It's the dynamic of the relationship that um, just needed help essentially that's the best way to say it. it's just it wasn't healthy it was very 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 unhealthy um what but was yeah, the proposal pe- I want to see I want to hear oh my gosh okay I love telling it mainly just because it was I'm curious to hear how you ruin the surprise because <laughs> I almost ruined the surprise as well oh so um when I had met him we didn't want anyone to really know that we were dating because if it didn't work out, we were like, okay, great. Then like we could just go on our way and whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So we both had Disney passes and we used to then date at Disney. So we'd go to Disneyland knowing that we would probably never run into anyone that we knew. Um, wow. And we would spend our dates there until we like decided like, okay, we're serious and we want to start dating um, and started then showing up at things together but for the first probably like two three weeks we would just always meet at Disney um and after our first date we had sat in the lobby of the Grand Californian Hotel and we just talked for like hours and hours and hours and like a a, you know lunch date turned into a 12-hour date and we had just talked forever and we sat at this one specific table And every time at the end of a date or if we had to make any serious conversations, we would always say, we're not going to talk about it until we go to the table at the Grand Californian. Um, So fast forward to we are about to leave on a trip to New York and we had talked about getting married. I was currently in this is you guys are going to learn some random stuff about me right now but I used to compete in pageants um I was going for Miss USA at the time when I met my ex-husband I don't I don't think I knew that I knew you were in pageants she's totally a pageant girl if you guys have not (laughs) met Jamie oh my goodness she can like pull it together real quick for an interview Uh, it's so funny it's something oh, I could go down so many rabbit trails inside. No, so the only reason why I got into pageants is because when I was in high school, my parents were like, you need to figure out a way to get to college. And so I literally Googled who gives away the most um, scholarship money to like females and the pageantry systems like give away hundreds of thousands of dollars. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Little did I know 70% of pageants is actual interview that no one sees. The audience doesn't see. It's usually done the day before. So it was a lot more work than like putting on a dress and, you know, dancing on stage and all that type of stuff. But anywho, long story short. Do you have the pageant wave? Oh, yeah. Pageant wave. There's a stance, how you hold your hands, depending on type of dress. There's certain wow. ways. 
you walk when you're in a ball gown to keep the right pace you say this in your head I know something that you don't know so if you like walk to like that (laughs) rhythm it's like the perfect like elegant walking rhythm um oh oh my gosh there's so many random things anywho I was competing at the time and if I wanted to get married that means I had to stop competing because if you want to be a part of the USA system because there's like Miss America Miss USA Miss Earth Miss Universe there's like all a bunch of different systems anywho you can't have had kids or you can't be married so Mm. big decision anywho that was such a bunny trail I had just finished competing so we had talked about do I want to continue competing or do I want to get married long story short I like took a week to pray about it and at the end I was like "Mm, I don't like training 10 months out of the year to for one night so let's get married this is my rambling. Guys, again, side note, Ari and I have been giving each other constructive criticism. <laughs> and Ari's constructive criticism to me is I ramble. And I just realized I looked at the clock. I'm like, I've probably talked for eight out of the nine minutes that we've been recording. It's all good. It's all good. I hadn't started itching my eyebrow yet, which is our telltale <laughs> sign. <laughs> I'll tell the proposal real fast and then we'll continue on. Here we go. Okay, proposal. I almost ruined it. He proposed on a Thursday, Monday night. I had a dream of a whole proposal. The next morning I call him and I say, hey, I had this dream. This is what happened. Little did I know my dream was everything to the T of what he had planned for the proposal. And so he's like, F, I have to create a whole new plan because she just had a dream of what's going to happen. So to throw me off, Wednesday night, we go on a date, we're at the beach, and he starts crying to me, like faking crying to me, like, I'm not going to propose to you, you're going to have to wait, I can't afford the ring, all this type of stuff. I believe it. I'm like, all right, fine, totally cool. The next day, every Thursday, we used to always go to Disney with our friends. We go, he's like, let's go to dinner before. So we go to dinner. He's being really weird. I We both order drinks and he has like two sips of his. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is so strong. And I was like, I'll finish it. And he's like, no, no, you won't. And like gets all like, oh. And I'm like, you're being so weird. And anywho, then hey, we're finished dinner on our way to Disney. His friends call and are like, you guys got to hurry up. We're in line for Toy Story. Like we're almost at the front, which is our favorite line, which is like essentially the key of like, you guys are on a time crunch you need to hurry so we get there and usually when we'd go to disney we'd go through the hotel and we'd always like look at our table and be like oh cute there's our table and then go in through california adventures if you've never been to disney you're probably thinking i have no idea what she's talking about but the hotel is attached to california adventures um so we walk in and we go and we look at our table i'm like oh wow, someone has something special set up. And like, there's this whole like special, like flowers and this whole arrangement done on the table. And if you don't know me, I'm a bougie extra gal deep down inside. Um, So this will make sense. And then he's like, let's go look at it. And I'm like, no, 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 we like need to go like the ride. Like we need to hurry. Our friends are waiting. And he's like, let's go look at it. And we go over and he had like written me this note and 
all this stuff. And then he starts talking to me and I just black out. And then in the hotel lobby, there's a pianist. There's like this massive grand Californian or grand California, grand piano. There's a massive grand piano (laughs) and they will play any song that's a Disney song. And my favorite movie is The Parent Trap. Well, Nat King Cole has a song mm-hmm. on the Parent Trap album, which is like the L is for the way. Okay, I'm not going to sing. Yes. Um, so the pianist starts playing that song. Charlie then slow dances me to the center of the lobby, gets down on one knee, proposes. And then obviously I said yes. And then like he stands up and I was like, she said yes. And the whole lobby was like, yeah. And then I look up. <laughs> And, like, all my closest friends and family were, like, watching from the balcony. Oh. It was really cool. It was really fun. So that's how I had got proposed to. Unfortunately, marriage didn't work out. But just a little into my life before I had kids. And now I'm so curious. How did you almost – or you did ruin your surprise proposal. How did you ruin it? And then how did Ian propose Yes. So before I jump down that story, I just want to share tonight's episode is just inviting you into Jamie and I's life before we became moms because it's Valentine's Day month. So (laughs) we are going to share the beginning of our love stories, whether they took a great direction so far or they... (laughs) That's awkward. Or, no, no, no. Or... They took a direction where Mr. Lincoln was supposed to be here. Yes. It all has a great outcome. Partially. Keep going. (laughs) All right, guys. Welcome. Okay. So if you don't know, I hate surprises. I love surprises if I have absolutely zero idea until it's going to happen. But that's ultimately where like my control side comes is like, if I am not part of the planning, how is it going to go? <laughs> so, so funny. Um, yeah, my our our the way Ian proposed. So basically, I had a deadline. I was like, "Hey, if you don't propose by this date, I am going to propose to you because no, we're getting really? married." Yeah, we're getting married either way. So I mean, like, I will propose. Don't you? You would be someone who would too. Honestly, I'm I don't know if I I would have done it, but I also would have made him still propose cuz like oh, yeah. I'm still like I still like those memories and like, you know. But I would have done it just out of like see I'm getting on one knee, you better do it. <laughs> um oh so there was God. a deadline. So it was approaching. So we were sitting in our apartment one day and we were about to head down. This is when we lived in the Bay Area. We were about to head down to Orange County and I was like, jumped on his lap. I was like, you're going to propose while we're down there. And if you know my husband, Ian turned beet red. And I was like, oh, I just ruined everything. And he was like, he's like, how did you know? And I was like, I just guessed. I don't know. I just threw something out there. You're, you're supposed to lie to me. He's like, I can't lie to you. And so attempt number one was failed. He was going to, he was planning on proposing to me at the beach that he grew up going to. And that was a special place for him. Um, And 
ruin that one. We were going to go to a sushi dinner. I don't even know. I think we still went to that sushi dinner anyways, and we just laughed like, wow, we were going to be engaged tonight. That's so funny. (laughs) So then, again, I still knew it was coming, but I didn't know when. And so at the time we were um, doing CrossFit together, we were both CrossFit coaches, and so we used to do competition classes on Saturday mornings. And for whatever reason, it had been a while since we'd gone to the class, so I was like, like dying to go. But he was trying to slow me down that morning and like playing music and like let's dance in the kitchen together. And I was like, let's get a class. Like I want to go work out. <laughs> like hello, and the, the schedule. Let's go. And so, um. Yeah, we drove to the gym. All the cars were there, so I didn't think anything of it. And then we walked into the gym. We had a playroom, and so I could hear all of the kids playing, but nobody was in the gym. So I was like, Ian, we're late. They probably went out for like a mile or two-mile run, and like, what am I going to do, run by myself later? Like, ugh. And, but then, I don't know how much of that I actually said. I was just kind of thinking of it. But then I saw a card in the middle of the gym floor. And if you've ever been to a CrossFit gym, they're basically just like – big open wide warehouses with like pull-up bars and squat racks and all that so I see this bouquet of flowers and a card with my name on it and I'm like huh and so he's like walk over there and I'm like okay so I walk (laughs) over there (laughs) and I don't even remember what the card said I just remember the very end said turn around and so I turned around (laughs) at the time Ian and I were working really hard to get debt free and so the ring that he proposed with me is not the ring that I'm wearing today okay Uh, she's got a flashy ring on today it's beautiful (laughs) I'll share that story but so he proposed with a silicone ring which is like just crossed I called it the marshmallow and when he was proposing he dropped it (laughs) Thank God it was silicone, though. But he was so nervous, and he said probably, like, the most beautiful words to me. I'm, like, Kim K crying, and um, and I said yes, obviously, and then I, like, jumped and attacked him, and he screamed, like, she said yes, and all of our friends came Whoa. rushing in with flowers, and um, and it was just, I w- there's so many pictures of me just Kim K crying, like, getting flowers, like, passed to me. After, like, the beautiful moment, everybody thought we were just going to have a party and drink mimosas. And I'm like, no, we're working out. Oh, my gosh. You're hysterical. (laughs) Like, I can't sit in my tears right now. No. And so the people that wanted to party were not happy with me (laughs) because I made them all work out. Did you really? (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, my gosh. You're so funny. Yeah. That, I mean... Crossing brought out the intensity of me, so. I, well, I know we're in our Pilates girl era right now, but mm, if you guys didn't know, we're in our Pilates girl era, um, getting that core strength, that pelvic floor up and tight. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who I am tonight, guys. I am a new Unhinged. human. Um, oh, here I am. Um, anywho. Where I would love to see you, like, CrossFit, Ari. Like, I know you're super, like, competitive and athletic. But, like, we've only seen each other in, like, 
mom environment mom where we're with our kids, we're at the park, and we're frolicking in the sun and at the beach. But one I want to see, the first time I saw Ari come out and like, well, I know she has like a little <laughs> grit, but this is a funny story. At my birthday, I had a murder mystery and I had 30 people like packed in our little apartment and at one point everyone went on a scavenger hunt for these clues and you had to like then read the clues aloud to solve the murder and the friend who I had that was kind of instructing it he (laughs) is really funny like he's hysterical but people weren't paying attention to him and so I don't know how it happened in Ari. You could tell it, but Ari kind of just comes over and goes, you're not doing a good job. She didn't use those words, but essentially Ari just like took over and she's like, here we go. And she's like yelling at the top of her lungs. She's like, they found a clue. And she's like saying all these things. And it was just so funny. So if that was like a glimpse of competitive, like, like Ari, oh my gosh, I cannot even imagine you as a CrossFit coach. Like, you can see you at, like, the squat rack and, like, getting someone to, like, go one more type of deal. I I think the intensity was really, like, inward and then towards Ian. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Ian. <laughs> no, he knows. He knows. We, for, like, several years doing CrossFit, we could not work out or compete together. Really? By the end of our CrossFit journey, we could compete together um, on the same team. But that took a lot of time because I would just yell at him. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, go faster. And, I mean, mind you, like, I probably could have gone faster, but he was so sweet and didn't tell me to do that. I just felt entitled. And, yeah, I just – my competitive side. You, you really – to be successful at CrossFit, you – honestly need to like check your ego because Mm -hmm. your ego comes in real hot and that's where people get hurt and um thankfully I didn't get hurt but yeah I didn't really like share that intensity or put that intensity onto my like our clients I would encourage them but I was way tougher on me and Ian than anyone else um Uh, this is a side topic, well, a side topic, but like moving on from uh, the engagement. But did you ever have a high school sweetheart? Like, was Ian the first like serious relationship you were in, or did you date before? Is this a touchy tub, sub, touchy subject? Like, I don't know who's listening to this because sometimes <laughs> when we record, I honestly just think I'm like talking to the abyss and then I get messages and they're so kind. But I'm like, who's oh, listening for me to answer yet. this? <laughs> because um, high school was unique. I don't know <laughs> if I want to like share who I dated or like the scenarios because it could be taken way out of context. Okay, well, what does that even mean? If I say it, it's going to make me sound so bad. Um, Why? Do you really have wasn't. like five boyfriends at once? No, I was always a one guy type of gal. Okay. But there's a type of guy that I usually dated. And they all happened. 
A lot of them happen to be on the baseball team. <laughs> You're into baseball, guys. No, I'm not. Were you a homie That's hopper? That's so weird. <laughs> a homie hopper? You've never heard God. that term before? No, and honestly, Ian edits these podcasts, so this is so awkward. <laughs> We're not talking. I'm just asking, did you date someone before you met Ian, or was Ian the first serious guy you've dated? <laughs> I'm not asking, like, some deep history I, stuff. I wasn't, I wasn't going to give any of that history. I was just talking about dating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ian was my longest relation, or Ian is my longest relation. Oh, Ian, he better be careful. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, he no, has no. the humor with it. <laughs> uh, on, honestly, he knows, so it's it's all good. But were you? Like, did you well, have Okay, first answer the question. You started what? dating Ian when you were 18. So yes. did you date in high school? Obviously, I dated in high there's, school. There's there very were many guys that... I got to know. Totally. My parents were also very strict, though. So we'll put that out there. My parents used to, um, if the guy was older than me, they would take their driver's license and take a picture of it. Really? And basically like, scare parents. them. They would have to, like, come inside to meet my family, which is awesome. Um, one of the guys that I dated, he had to increase his grades his GPA before he could date me and he did really mm-hmm. wow from yeah. his parents or your parents from my parents wow yeah I don't know I if we ever like it. officially dated but we because the timing was always wrong but yeah. um yeah he did come back to my mom and was like I raised my GPA that is so so funny yeah. um, my dad did something like that when I was I mean I grew up in a town where parents really let us do whatever we wanted. And so we had a lot of freedom that most people would start dating someone before their parents knew because we would hang out and we didn't have curfews or we would be up in the foothills. And like a lot of the parents were super clueless, which is actually really scary to now think about. I'm like, I cannot believe my parents had no idea what I was doing. But yeah, when I-, I wonder why, you know, like. I honestly it's so bizarre think I granted our town was super safe like when I was in high school there was two three stoplights like that's it everything else is stop signs there's three elementary schools one middle school one high school everyone knows everyone it was really like a it's a small town and most of the time, like, for example, if someone was having a party and people are talking about it first period, by fourth period, and my high school only had four periods a day, by fourth period, the resource officer and the police officers would already know whose house it was at, would have called the parents, would have everything. So not a lot of crazy, crazy stuff went down. Okay. Okay. So, But you guys would party in the foothills instead of Yeah, homes. we would... We would tell, we'd go camping. So we went camping a lot, Mm. quote unquote camping. We went 10 minutes up the road down a government (laughs) road and would just camp in the middle of the foothills. So 
good old Idaho country stuff but makes me laugh when you're telling you when you're telling how your parents would get the ID cards so the very first time I started dating someone um like actually dating someone we're like now we're gonna tell our parents and stuff yeah um my dad is an avid hunter he builds shooting ranges for a living so we have a whole barn that's like full of all of my dad's guns and all that type of stuff and my dad it was very normal for my dad to like clean his guns like I know that sounds really bad but like my dad did the whole stereotypical like (laughs) he comes over to meet my family my dad is like has his guns laid out on the kitchen table and is like cleaning his guns (laughs) and then this is what like my dad says these things that like are totally not okay but he thinks they're hysterical as first he would always ask them if they wanted a beer and he Mm. would like ask like a high school you want a beer and they like always would get like uh, 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 no no I'm good like I'm you know like they would always deny so that was like test one with my dad yeah is he'd ask if they wanted a beer then um the next thing my dad did is like ask why do you want to date my daughter why do you want to like her like looks aren't good enough like tell me good things about her and like would quiz Mm. them totally on like why they wanted to date me and then my dad said this and this is the most horrifying thing that is still burned (laughs) into my memory but as my dad is cleaning the gun he looks at him and he says whatever you do to my daughter I'll do to you so if you get in my daughter's (laughs) pants I'll get in yours And I was like, Dad, you can't say that. He goes, I'm just telling you, he better not be touching it. And I'm like, we're going to go. Like, we're going to go. And (gasps) it was so bad. Okay, Okay, wait. To bring this full circle, did he have the same rundown with Charlie? Surprisingly, no. So since we got we met married all super quickly when we were going up to Idaho to meet my dad um well actually I'm going to backtrack a little bit before before I me and my dad talk on the phone almost every day even if it's like three minutes like hey how's it going cool good talk to you later bye me and my dad talk on the phone every day he randomly right when I met Charlie had asked me so you're dating someone. I was like, how'd you know that? And he's like, it's your husband. And I'm like, why would you even say that? And he goes, no. I don't know. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I just started dating him. Like we went on two dates and he goes, oh, I don't know. I think it's your husband. And so this is super bizarre wow. for my dad to say that. So then we went to go meet my dad. My dad obviously knew that Charlie was going to ask him for his blessing And the town that I grew up in two hours away is the mountain town called McCall that everyone goes to, which is why our friend is named, our friend is named after the city. McCall is named after the city that everyone goes to. Um, At least I think. McCall, if I'm wrong, you (laughs) should tell me, but I'm pretty sure that's what (laughs) you said. Correct (laughs) us. But we are going up to McCall to like show him where the other half of like my upbringing was and it's a two-hour drive through the mountains and halfway through the drive my dad literally turns like his head around from the steering wheel to the back 
looks Charlie straight in the face and goes, so when are you going to ask if you can marry my daughter? As we're all like sitting in the car, like it's my dad, my stepmom, me and Charlie. And I'm like, dad, you can't do that. And he goes, well, that's why I know why you guys came up here. Like you didn't just come up here to hang out. Like there is a reason why you guys came up here. How many days in were you at this point? Like up there? Probably like day two. Like okay. not even we're okay. up there like four days and this so is like this second day. Your dad's just a straight shooter. Oh, he's a straight shooter. He will just say it how it is. Cool. Um, which is great. I love. Yeah. I'm very similar to my dad. I'm like, let's hang out. <laughs> Literally. Oh my gosh, you'd actually love. You'd love my dad. Next time he's in town. Well, you'll see him at Lincoln's birthday. Okay. But if he's in town before then, you guys will meet him. Yeah. Um, I like how we're having little conversations on the pod. It cracks me up. Um, But yeah, so he just goes to Charlie like, so you're going to marry my daughter? Sorry. On the pod. (laughs) On the pod. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Are you going to marry my daughter? Are you going to ask to marry my daughter? Um, Anywho. Yeah. So it was this whole thing. And Charlie was like, well, uh, yeah, like can I marry her? And then my dad said one thing to him and he's like, you promise that you don't hurt her and that you provide for her. And he's mm-hmm. like, I promise. Um, so that was one thing that then happened. And then we got engaged the next month, married then a little bit later. But my dad, even now, like being divorced, I mean, my parents have been pretty involved in um, the chaos that had happened within my marriage and then this whole divorce process. Um, my dad and stepmom were actually talking about like dating advice and all this type of stuff. And we are processing things from my previous marriage and how I'm going to execute just being able to walk out something healthy and be healed from the things that I was accountable for, the things like accountable for, meaning what trauma, what triggers and everything that I brought into the marriage, as well as the things that were caused to me within the marriage. And so we were talking about like, how am I going to like actually walk in healing to have a healthy relationship? And um, it's funny, just their mindset now, my dad, again, being a very straight shooter, this has doesn't have anything of reflection of the marriage. But my dad says this stuff to me because I'm talking about like different characteristics that I'm like really wanting to see walked out, not just talked about Um, different like things that people say like, oh, I'm really into this and this is part of my lifestyle. But like, is it really their lifestyle or are they just Mm -hmm. telling me it's their lifestyle? Like Mm -hmm. we're talking about things like that. And again, my dad being such a straight shooter, he looks me in the face and he goes, Jamie you can marry more in five minutes than you can make in your whole life. Just remember that. And I'm like, dad. Like, I'm like, and he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But just remember, you can marry more in five minutes than you can make in your whole life. And I'm like, you, we're on this, we're on different pages here. We're like, next conversation. And then my stepmom like kind of like cuts him off and we keep talking. But I'm like, that's where his brain was at when we were talking about characteristics. And he's coming from a dad's perspective, though. Like, if he wants you to be cared for, he's like, I get it. I get it. It's so funny. (laughs) Did Ian ask your dad, how did, like, did he go, like, do a secret phone call? Did he. 
uh, taking to dinner. Ooh, I don't honestly remember how because we lived so close to my parents. I think he just asked him. Like it was pretty. It was pretty simple to like. We would always have dinner with them, and so. I don't know if he did it in front of me or not, but my dad's also like a very emotional type of guy. Really? Um, mm-hmm. And so I'm sure I I need to ask Ian. <clears throat> so maybe when he's on, we can like have this conversation more. But I remember like my dad basically telling me like Ian was great. My parents knew that I was going to get married to Ian before I knew because I brought him over as my best friend on Easter one year, our <laughs> freshman year. Um, and we weren't like, yeah, yeah. At that point there was something going on, but we didn't really have a definition for it yet. And yeah, my parents knew. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then he got me. He got me. I mean, was it like a sweet, like ride the entire time? No, we had so much growing up to do. We were 18 when we got together. Like, I mean, yeah uh, i guess technically we were 19 when we got together oh, but we were 18 makes when a difference. we met oh, it, <laughs> makes a, it makes an amazing difference wild difference actually um, would you say this is what i think this is like a bunny trail thing but do you think there's a difference when someone's like 20 to 21 do you feel like when someone hits 21 they're just a completely different person no no i mean I don't think that there's ever, like, an age to my experience currently. I don't think there's an age where all of a sudden, like, things are different. I think it's really, like, the actions and the choices that you make um, that make you old or young. I think you can mm. be, like, 75 years old and be more alive than, like, an 18-year-old. Um, and I say that because, like, I think it's a mentality you know, mm. like, are you adaptable? Are you growing? Are you, like, enhancing, um, like, expanding your mindset? Or are you just stuck in your ways? Because if you're just stuck in your ways, I honestly think that, like, what more is to live for? Like, you've already defined and, like, boxed yourself in. Damn. Um That's good. So, I know that's kind of intense, but no, I just it's really I good. see it in, like, all walks of life, like, people super young and people super old and I'm like what makes one more alive than the other so I like maybe we'll have to do like a self-development mindset talk one time because you got some good nuggets in you you guys you need to join our book club I will start (laughs) posting (laughs) (laughs) it's called the savage book club either you're a sad bee or or you're a savage because B-I's, we are going to read a book. B-I-T-C-H. Yes. That's what she means. No. A sad bee, like a sad bumblebee. No, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're reading one personal development book each month. And so um, I'll just start posting. I'll post the book. I already am. And then I'll post the reading pages. I know some of you have asked, so we've posted that. But um, if you want to join us. Anyways, this was kind of like a mixed bag of an episode, but it honestly, the last two episodes were pretty deep, so this was just kind of nice to just welcome you guys into more of our life before motherhood. Um, 
A lot of our episodes are going to be based around motherhood. We're really excited for some upcoming episodes with some experts. Um, so look out for that. One in particular I'm really excited about, my uh, um, PT. Floor. Yeah, uh, my uh, pelvic floor physical therapist. Ooh, I don't know why I'm choking up. It's so, so emotional. It's emotional. <laughs> well, it's getting steamy in here. Goodness. It's going to come on and we are going to talk about some interesting things like um you know we're going to talk about diastasis that's what i dealt with c-section scar um pelvic floor you know therapy and also prolapse because a lot of people don't realize that prolapse isn't just for the elders it is also can happen due to pregnancy and so i'm really excited to dive into those topics um but we have other exciting topics too so anyways we'll wrap this episode here Wait, this is also just, I'm going to wrap it, but you'd be a great news anchor. Coming up, we have, that was like, literally, it's like you just clicked in and tuned in. I was like, wow, I can see it. That was good. Who was it? I think it was Alex that was like, she went from wheezing, laughing to like, and we and are moving on now yeah. to the news. <laughs> you would, you'd be great if you c- could jump into any career. I think you'd be really good at it. Um, Anywho. Moving on, ending it, closing it. If you are wanting to just, you know, have chitty chat friends like this in person that are also moms that you can connect with, that's the whole point of this podcast. It's Mom Walk Collective Podcast. Go to momwalkcollective.com. Go to Walk Finder, type in your zip code. Try to find a walk near you. It looks as though we're looking to launch hopefully a 100 plus in the next month to two months. So we're having a lot of expansion coming up in these next two months. Be on the lookout um, for a city near you. We'll be posting all the new cities on our main Instagram account page. So if you're not following our Instagram, our TikTok, our YouTube channel, like, subscribe, comment, leave a review. The whole shebang. Shebang. (laughs) Um, This is like such a spaz episode, but we love you guys. Come back for mom stuff. Love you, Mama. You're crushing it. Happy Valentine's Day. Love you, Mama. Happy Valentine's Day.